The Christmas season is upon us. Everywhere we look, it's obvious something big is on the way. The why behind all the gathering, decorations, and gifts is the Advent. We pray this series, Christmas is on the Way, draws the heart to Christ afresh as we live for His good purposes. So before we start, I'd like to share just a point of comfort with you. It's a timer. Amen? I owe you all a few minutes from the last time I preached. Amen? I've got your back. Merry Christmas. We're on a timer. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's just a six hour and I'm only going to use half, so <laughs> let's pray together. Father, thank you for your love for us. Thank you, God, for pursuing us and for blessing us with each other. Thank you, Father, for our church, our pastors, leaders, worship team, staff, all those that create such an amazing atmosphere every time we gather together in this place. Thank you, Father, for your word. As we study your word this morning, we ask that it speaks to us, encourages us, that it uplifts us and motivates us. Lord, thank you for Christmas. Amen. In the gospel according to Luke, in the, chapter, the second chapter, verses 10 through 14, Heaven is making a very special announcement. Let's stand together as we read God's Word. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the city of David, a Savior was born for you who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Let's leave that verse up there for a moment. You see, this announced event is essential in your and I's life. Over time, this announced, this announced event right here becomes what we as Christians remember and celebrate as Christmas. And notice in context, we know that what Luke is writing about here is an angel speaking to shepherds. We read about this last week and a few times in, in the preparation for Christmas. Amen? But this message is also for us, right? Who's it for? It says it's for all the people. Amen? And then it goes on to say, for unto you. Because the Lord wants us to know and remind us in this Scripture verse that it's personal. 
that Christmas is personal. Amen? Amen. This morning, let's talk about Christmas presents. Who likes Christmas presents? You like to open them? You like to give them? It's awesome. Amen? When we were standing up here with the kids, I realized that the greatest gift that I experienced on Christmas is when that little fellow comes running out of his room. Amen? I tell you, honestly, on Christmas morning, I get to wake up and look at this beautiful face over here, and then I get to see that little beautiful face run out. What more do I need? Nothing. But let's talk about gifts. Because gifts are a big part of Christmas, amen? We got a big gift over here. Can everybody see? Amen. And this gift says, do not open until eternity. What? Now, can I share something with you? If I put a tag on Christmas presents, on Christmas, and said, don't open till a future date, I'm going to have some grumpy elves around the tree. You guys? I mean, who wants to see? Can you imagine coming out on Christmas morning and seeing the giant gift and it says your name on it? And you're like, whoa, and you yeah, don't open till eternity. Well, when is that? When I die? You mean I can't open this fabulous gift? What? We'd all be thinking the same thing, right? Can you imagine Alex? Hey Dad, what, what's eternity? Can This first Christmas gift, this birth of our Savior, is it for now or for eternity? Who's it for? And how will it change my life? What exactly is the gift of Jesus? It's more than his birth. It's his whole life poured out for you and I. It's him giving his life on the cross while you and I were sinners, still sinners. And Jesus paid the debt that we never could. It's his resurrection, conquering sin and death, and it's his exaltation into the throne of heaven where He sits today at the right hand of God. What it is, is written perfectly by the Apostle John in his Gospel, chapter 3, verse 16. Let's look. For God loved the world in this way, that He gave His own one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him would not perish, but have eternal life. You see, who's the gift from? A loving God. Your loving Father. And who's it to? It's, let's go back one slide if you don't mind. Let's go back to that verse. Who's it to? It's to everyone who believes in Him. And what is the gift? It's that we will not perish. We're saved. 
We won't perish. We're saved from death. Jesus offers us salvation. And what else does He offer us? Eternal life. Okay, there's the eternity, folks. But there's a second word in that phrase. Life. What is this life that Jesus gives us? What is this life that He was born in a manger in Bethlehem that He came to give us? We can go to that next slide. We see in John chapter 3, verse 16, a verse that we all know. We see it at ball games. We see it all over the place, right? John 3, 16. But what a powerful verse. This morning, I want you to focus on that last phrase. That eternal life phrase. Eternity. When does it begin? Here's the gift. God gave it. Did He give it to us so that it would affect us for a later date? Is this a, is this a gift that I just carry around in pride my life? Waiting to know, hey, I've got my ticket. You see my ticket. I got it. You see the gift I got from God? I got, a I got my ticket. Right? It's good. I'm going to redeem it. Who's old enough to remember when you used to buy a Coke and it was in a glass bottle and you could take the glass bottle back into the store and redeem it? Amen? Well, guys, that, that used to be how it was. You'd actually return to the grocery store, put it in a little thing, and they'd give you a nickel. Amen? They bought it back. Well, guess what? Jesus bought us back. And He came in the manger to do that. The greatest gift ever given is Jesus. That's point one on your sermon notes. Sermon note number two. A gift from a loving God. That's who this gift is from. For whosoever believes in Jesus. And He's given us salvation and eternal life. Did you know even the name of Jesus reveals what this gift is? I feel like you're, this side's not getting enough love from the gift. Amen. Even Jesus' name reminds us of the gift. The name Jesus is the Greek translation for the Hebrew name Yeshua. And Yeshua means the Lord is salvation. It's pretty cool, isn't it? So for you and I, salvation is received the moment we believe. And eternity your eternal life begins the very same moment. Yep, that's right. You don't have to wait till you die to experience eternal life. Scripture teaches us that we experience eternal life 
the moment that we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Can I get an amen? Scripture, scripture clearly teaches us that eternity is without beginning and it's without end. It's the very nature of God. The moment we believe we are reconciled to God, joined to God, redeemed by Jesus, and joined to eternity. But, but how about this life? What is this life in eternal life? Jesus clearly teaches us, these are His words, Let's look at John chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. This is Jesus. I am the gate. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. A thief comes only to still kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life and have it in abundance. Let's hold that up there. Life in abundance. Okay, this is the life that Jesus is offering. Not one day on a clouds with a harp with angels, but abundant life the moment you believe. The moment you receive the gift of Jesus, He bestows on you this amazing gift of abundant life. And He says, don't carry it around as a trinket, as a reward, as a trophy, open that sucker up. Tear into it. Receive it. Live it. Be it. Every day from the moment you believe. Come on, y'all. Amen? This verse has just tons of... Tons and tons. We could talk for hours on that. But remember, timer. I'm on a timer. Okay? The Lord says that if we enter by Him, that we will be saved. Saved from death. Saved from judgment. Amen? It says that we can come in and go out and find pasture. That's a little kind of, what, what does that exactly mean? Come in and go out and find pasture? I love the pasture reference because this agricultural stuff in the Bible kind of gets my juices flowing. Tish would tell you I'm kind of a, secretly I'd always wanted to be a farmer. <laughs> She'll tell you. Coming in and going out denotes freedom. We have freedom in the Lord. Amen? We're free to come and to go. And, and to find pasture means that we have purpose. What, come on, guys that are in agriculture, you have horses, animals. When they come out of the, the barn and into the paddock or out in the pasture, you've prepared that pasture for them. Amen? There's water there. There's feed there. There's purpose there. There's life in the pasture. And who provided it? Your Father in heaven. Let's look at Psalm 23. Whenever I read this John 10 verse in pasture, I'm reminded of Psalm 23, right? It's the other verse in the Bible, kind of we all know. It mentions something about a pasture. It's got to be good. Amen? Amen, let's look at it. The Lord... Just a minute. 
The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green... Yeah, come on. That's right. He leads me besides quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right path for His namesake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I will fear no danger, for You are with me. Your rod and Your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Praise God. If that doesn't describe a wonderful life, what does? I mean, we, we see... Uh, Gosh, provider, comforter, restorer, guide, protector, companion, goodness, mercy, an eternal home and every day. David's done a beautiful job revealing what the abundant life that Jesus told us about in John chapter 10. It's all here to open up. How do you guys open gifts on Christmas morning? Do you take turns and everyone opens and watches? Or do you just tear into them and just... Boom, and it's a party and it's over in four minutes. <laughs> How do you do it? I, I've done it all ways, right? But we kind of prolong it. We, we stretch Christmas out. Matter of fact, Christmas is on a Sunday this year. Doesn't happen a lot, right? And it's so cool that we're going to be able to get together. But Tish and I were talking, man, we, we stay in our PJs on Christmas. <laughs> what are they going to say on Sunday when we come in our PJs? <laughs> Just remember, I kind of want to be a farmer, so. <laughs> Y'all, look at this gift. This gift that Jesus offers us is a culmination of His life. Amen? It's not a gift that automatically is fulfilled in the manger scene. It's His whole life. It's His whole pouring out of Himself for us. Amen? We see that it's, it's for the believer in Jesus. I, hey, I, I believe in Jesus. But even more, that it's not that I just believe in Him. It's not that I just believe in the virgin birth in the manger. It's not that I just believe that He's King of kings and Lord of lords. But I confess that what He did on the cross for me is I don't deserve it. Uh, there's nothing I could do to ever earn it. It's beyond everything that I can imagine. The King of kings and the Lord of lords gave up His life me and end it and through that he pays that price that I never could he washes away my sins right and he offers me a gift that is just amazing a life an abundant life an eternal life it's all that and so much more Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, 
And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Come on! This is what we celebrate on Christmas. The greatest gift ever given to all people. That's why you and I give each other gifts. Because He gave us something that we just can't compare to. But we celebrate and remember it. And we give each other gifts. And we open gifts. Amen? We do it and we remember Jesus. Intentionally. When you wake up Christmas morning and you have your coffee... You're celebrating Jesus. When you open your stockings, you're celebrating Jesus. When you gather around the tree and you exchange gifts with one another, you're celebrating Jesus. In all you do on Christmas, you're celebrating the gift of Jesus. Amen? It doesn't matter what it is. Tune out all the words that you hear from the, from the world. that it, It's all secular and it's all material and it's all this. It might be, but I'm doing it in the name of Jesus. I'm doing it to celebrate Jesus. Amen? And that's what we're teaching these kids that are with us and our kids at home. Come on, church. The greatest gift can and should be unwrapped and open and enjoyed the moment it is received. And then every day after that, this ultimate gift that keeps on giving. Celebrate this on Christmas. Remember the gift on Christmas. Live the gift on Christmas. And every moment for all eternity. Man, we're doing good. I got a little extra time. I might. <laughs> uh... My mother taught my sisters and I from a very, very, very early age when, when we could barely write to write thank you notes immediately following receiving a gift. Can I confess? I didn't really like it. I, she had to kind of make me. Son, did you write your thank you notes? Go to your room and write your thank you notes. Mom, it's just 3.30 on Christmas. <laughs> she was a stickler. But it got me thinking. How do we thank Jesus for this? I mean, some of you can't see, but companion, provider, mercy, savior, freedom, restorer, abundant life. He's our comforter, our goodness, our purpose, our protector, our guide, our peace, our eternal home. He's justified us, called us, saved us. He's Lord of all, offering us no shame, bestowing upon us all his riches, redeeming us. Oh, he's given us faith and he's the bread of life, the light of the world. There's no hunger. There's never any thirst. And I'm never cast out. This all gift comes when we open this gift. This is our eternal life. This is the life that Jesus came to bring us. How can I thank Him for that? How could I possibly thank the Lord for that? I, I mean, is it... I mean, what do you guys think? Jesus gave up His life. To give this gift. That's it. 
if he gave us his life, we should give him ours. That's what receiving the Lord means. He's Lord of our lives. Sermon note six. Our thank you to Jesus is giving him our lives back. It's the ultimate thing for the ultimate thing. So church, as you give and open gifts on Christmas, remember this gift, the salvation and the life that you receive from Jesus and celebrate it. In all you do on Christmas, Celebrate Jesus. Then remember this. Throughout the year, and I mean every day, you tear into this. You open this gift every day. Not just on Christmas, but every morning. Keep opening it. Remind yourself every morning when you open your eyes, every time you open your Bibles or open your mouth, all the time when you're coming or going, opening doors or opening gates, and when you open your heart to someone new, remember, that this greatest gift in the history of the world is for them too. Let's pray. Father, thank You so much for Your Word. Thank You for the power of Your Word, the redemptive power, the life-changing power, Lord. Thank You, Lord, that it challenges us. Thank you, Lord, that it guides us. Thank you, Lord, that it blesses us and leads us to Jesus. As the worship team comes forward, church, my prayer is this. That this gift of heaven, this gift of salvation and eternal life that you received from Jesus is opened up every day. And if you find yourself, church, sitting here in the pew and you realize, I haven't yet opened up that gift, I want you to come forward today and tear into it. That's right. It's an early Christmas present, wrapped especially for you. Come open it. Come receive all that Jesus has for you. He did it. He wrapped it. He did it right for you, right where you are. There's no qualifications necessary but to come. I pray that we receive that and we receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen.